Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. So this is the last episode of the season we're going to take a little break after this but there's still going to be content and stuff coming out obviously it's not going to be too long like two weeks three weeks maybe y'all have enough like stuff to go back and listen to we the old fed the children literally keep in mind like we work like i'm just like the fact that i have to go back to work on tuesday is crazy but i'm like it was a nice little break it's you have to savor the breaks. You really do. When's your next one? I don't know. I know that I do get PTO. So I'm just like, I can take a vacation. I just haven't. I'm not, I've never taken like a vacation from work. It's just not my vibe. I'm like, and go do what? But I do want to um, travel next year. So I'm just like, that might be what I do. Where would you travel? I want to go to Iceland really bad. Yay. I wanted to do it this year. And you gotta time go got to, away from You know me. what? Big Susa goal. Uh We need to get invited to that Bjork Alt Summit. Oh. I think Caroline Polachek was there. I know Arca had to be there. Earth Eater was there. Okay. Bjork throws like this big thing. It's like the Met Gala. People were saying it's the Met Gala for alt people. That audience doesn't really inspire me. I don't think I'd like enjoy that. Bjork, Arca, Caroline, Polachek, and Earth Eater. I'm just like, it's, I love them all. Like, it sounds out. like a nightmare blunt rotation. Yeah, like it's just, I'm just like, what do I, what? I feel like they would just stare at me and maybe eat me. No shade. Throw me in a volcano. Like, I just feel like it would end like, yeah, I went to the Bjork alt summit and got thrown in the volcano and got sacrificed. Literally. I don't know. I can't even picture myself there. I would just want to be there. Mm. It's it's like you would enjoy it. I think I would enjoy it. Yeah, that's especially your vibe. if there was like good music. I feel like my vibe is like the Source Awards or something trifling. <laughs> I'm just like <laughs> I would enjoy the Source Awards too. I would have enjoyed that. Um, what other award shows would we enjoy? The VMAs. I'm kind of like, damn. When Nikki performed at the VMAs, I was like, I really want to wish I was there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, when I was a kid, I always wanted to go to the Kids' Choice Awards. Same. 
I didn't like the slime though. Me neither. I didn't it, like it, that part. Because I was like, what does this taste like? Like it ha I just imagine it tasted like like plastic. The texture thing. It's like, why would anyone want to be all wet and dirty right. at an award show? Disgusting. I wanted one Disgusting of those. Disgusting monsters. I, I wanted <laughs> I wanted one of those um Kids Choice Awards uh surfboards. Me too. Yeah. Don't you find it funny when like like the the celebrities that like have never gotten any award except like a kids choice award or like a teen choice award surfboard because the kids choice award is the blimp the blimp correct and then the surfboard surfboard is the teen choice awards right mm. i'd be fine with that i'd be like yeah i got my little blimp thank y'all i wouldn't i'm so sorry i'm so sorry and this is like part of the delusion it's like you want like a Peabody Award and like I feel not like a Peabody, but like an like Emmy. half of an EGOT. Okay, I would be okay with a Grammy and an Oscar. I'd, <laughs> I'd be fine. I don't really want a Tony Award. I don't like the theater. I don't. I'm oh just my like, god! The theater doesn't do anything for me. When I see plays too, I'm just like, hmm. I got invited to a play the other day. I wanted to ask you to come with me, but I was like. Malik's not going to say yes to this. Not really. It has to be very, like, modern for me to get into it. It wasn't. It was... It wasn't that. What was it? I think it was just about the conservationist... Uh, what's her name? Jane Goodall? Not her. I want to say Rachel Carson. Doesn't ring a bell. Why, yeah, does, she, why does a conservationist need a play? <laughs> Good on her. I don't know why, but I was like, I just, I was like, I was going to text it and I was like, don't bother Malik with this. <laughs> because I already knew you were going to be like, I'm in bed vibing. Literally, like, like, I'm listening to Nicki Minaj. Like, I can't come to the conservation. <laughs> we had a good, like, we've been hanging out. We might go out tonight. Mm -hmm. I just got the text saying we're good for our little um, walk through at apartment. I'm just like. I was looking at their bottle prices. One thing I will never do is buy a bottle at the club. I'm like, $500 for some Patron is crazy. But I don't even understand it. Just the economics of that. I think it's literally to flex and also convenience. Like, oh, I'm here. I'll just get a bottle vibes. But I'm and like, to take pictures with the bottle and like I signal things online. I guess. But I'm like, I guess. Yeah. People share bottles too, which is... Would, interesting what do you mean share bottles? not like sharing it is like fine but it's like the like one person will buy a bottle but then his homie like three homies removed will flex the bottle like he bought it oh that's not subtle urban sex appeal <laughs> it's that, overt it's dirty <laughs> that's, that's atlanta appeal i'm not fucking with it i think like we had a good season babe i think so too I'm really glad we did what ten episodes. We've been consistent, and I don't know what was your highlight from the this first iteration. My highlight um, is you were clicking up with crackheads. Oh my god, <laughs> that was an interesting moment. I'm sorry, Princess Diana. <laughs> that was funny. I was watching that earlier today, and you were like, "I'm sorry that you don't understand." And the way I reiterated. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. I feel like I got that from you. I feel like so many of your Malik 
isms, isms have rubbed off on me. People say I just that. find myself talking like you all the time. Everybody does that. Because when I did that that second time, mm-hmm. that was the spirit of Malik it entering my body. That entity. wasn't me. I've, people do that. But I say the same things a lot. So I feel like that's why it gets in people's heads. Like when I go, oh, like all oh, my friends that's say, That's my oh. favorite thing. And I'm like, y'all don't even talk like... And people copy my emojis too, which I don't like. Because I always use the yawning emoji with the nail polish. Yes. And like people will use that. And I'm like, you don't even talk like this. That's why I believe that Rihanna maybe copied you. Because maybe yes. someone in her orbit mm-hmm. copied you. And then she copied them because it... You I know. just know that this is the most random thing I've ever seen. I'm like, who's who else has like this specific color of braids at this time in the winter? You've never done this. It's not that I'm angry, but I'm like, give me my tins. <laughs> and then the the what I talked about in the last episode, but the hood by air thing, I'm just like, y'all weren't jacking hood by air. You weren't. You weren't. They weren't. You weren't. And people were really looking at me crazy and like low key mocking me for like <laughs> rocking all mocking you just like oh yeah like literally like it was giving that and i was just like this is fly shit what are y'all talking about and then playboy cardi and kanye start doing all this hba stuff and i'm just like i brought this back though they'll never give me my credit but i'm like y'all weren't doing it now you want to go into the archives i'm like no that's really annoying and now there's all this new stuff on grailed and like Depop, like all. Did this. you get that hood by air sweater that Mm-mm. you wanted? That sold. I should have bought it. It's one. It's a big regret. I'll try again in like three years when it comes up again. I'm so pissed, and I feel like that was the runway one too. It's in perfect condition. I should have bought it. It's cool though. God will provide something better. That's like me with these eBay magazine sales. Mm-hmm. I'd be trying to like get my hands on old nylon copies, and then some. I don't want to swear, but. You know, some bitch in like <laughs> Idaho or somewhere oh. will beat me in these eBay auctions and it really bothers me. And there's a girl I follow on Twitter. <laughs> there's a girl I follow on Twitter who is also obsessed with collecting magazines. Mm-hmm. And I was like, sis, have I encountered you before? <laughs> in the bidding room. And she's like, perhaps. Perhaps, girl. I, like, I see you. I used to love ID Magazine. That's where I feel like I learned about fashion the most. Like Vogue never hit for me. I was just like, this is cool. Yeah. Vanity Fair never hit. GQ never hit. And then when I discovered ID, I was like, oh, this is like fab. And that's all I read in like high school. I love that. So if I was going to buy any vintage magazines, it would be ID Mags. Um, love their covers, love the stories. I liked how I could see you on a cover of ID. I could see it's that. just it's you. That's my vibe. And then also like I like the personality profiles they did. They would always interview like just people that were cool and around and it didn't feel contrived. It was just like, oh no, this is just someone that like makes music. And they're like, oh yeah, I like going to Nando's and da 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 da. Just like a cute little like one two. Yeah. And I was like, this is fab. These are real people. Yeah, I miss that. I miss being excited about like um, fashion. I think the more fashion people I met, the less interested in like the actual design I became. I was just like, oh, this sucks. <laughs> I don't like people that work in fashion. They're very miserable people. I have had limited interactions with them, but I don't like 
I don't like fashion people, like not necessarily people who work in fashion, but like, you know, the people who fashion are just enthusiasts. hype beasts, like wearing the latest this and that and like Rick Owens. And mm. I don't particularly enjoy that energy. It's a lot. And it's conspicuous consumption. It's 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 just not cool to me either. Like I really feel like no brands is the wave. I agree. Or vintage. Yeah. When I went to school, they did this movement. I was going to say I was in the seventh grade and all the seniors for a whole year wore nothing with logos. Mm. And that always, even now I still think about it. I was like, that was actually really revolutionary. That was at the time when like Abercrombie was a big deal. Mm -hmm. So everybody was wearing Abercrombie and Hollister and all this stuff. And they made the executive decision senior year to just not wear anything branded. So they would still style it the same. Mm. So it still looked like an Abercrombie like outfit, but mm. it wasn't the, the, it was more like, what's the word? Egalitarian, I guess. Like it was more accessible and equitable for everyone to participate in the trend and the style because it's like, oh, I'm just layering like logo list polos. Yeah. So it doesn't matter if it's, ten dollars or a hundred dollars like you can participate in the trend and that's that felt like actual like culture and fashion to me because people were actually like dressing that's still my favorite era of style like i love when people doubled the, up the polos and doubled up the camisole tanks like i thought that was so fab what do you think of when people wore business casual to the club i hated that <laughs> that's the influence of the entity known as kim kardashian when Kim was wearing the blazers and the skinny, like, pencil leg, pleather pants and stuff with the beige heels. I feel like that's coming back in a God forbid. big way. And those big, chunky uh, necklaces. Like costume jewelry. Yeah. The owl. Pinstripe Remember the shirt. Forever 21 owl necklaces? I mm. had one. <laughs> I didn't like that stuff those big belts that were kind of like oh, native the, american and the chunky belts yeah. that's already in again I don't, I don't like it what's her name that's what um pink panther's dress is like yeah i think it's cute on her but i'm like uh capris like no i like that uh that phrase that ryan finn coined um true thousands did you see that it's like you know how everyone's talking about like Y2K fashion? Yeah. Um, and usually it's like very specific Just to like a McBlain. couple particular yeah. trends and it's more McBling. True Thousands is that like fashion bug, like soccer mom, dots, Delia's catalog, mm -hmm. dots, dress barn. It's that. And that's what Pink Panthers gives. And I love it. I try to do it. It's different when a 33 year old attempts, though. I think it's more authentic. Because you were actually, like, dressing like that before. Yeah. Well, my mother was dressing like that. Mm. I I feel like I was dressing like that, too, actually, because I was fat. I couldn't really do the Hillary Duff thing, which is what I did this entire year on mm. my weight loss journey. I was trying to feed my inner child who didn't get to dress like that. I like that. I like Hillary Duff. I was listening to her earlier. I know. The Dignity album. She's so good. She is. She had this song on there. She was just like, I know my happiness makes you mad because I'm finally over you. I was just like, period, Hillary. <laughs> and I kept repeating it. I was period. like, I, I know that's right. I enjoy her. The Dignity album is really good. And then she has this other song 
wake up and it was like a single to wake up and touch me one and then she had her her little resurgence the depeche mode yes that was so fab and the video was good too and then when she did um what what was it the sparks single and that album was good too sparks was so good it was a good era that little adult contemporary meets pop hip-hop kind Mm -hmm. of flair she was doing was cute she had another and song the dancing called Chasing the Sun. I really like that single mm-hmm. too. Yeah. I like adult contemporary music. Have you heard that um that Tori Kelly song, Missing You? I don't like her voice. I know. I'm sorry. Can, Can I, I play it really fast? Of it's course. so fucking good. And it, like her literally curls annoy me too. <laughs> it's very American girl doll. It's just not me. I like a, I like a darker aesthetic. And something about Tori Kelly is just so like effervescent and bright. And I'm just like, okay, girl. Okay. I'm about to pull it up because she has the best line ever. The line of the year, to be honest. Okay. I fucking love this song. How does it go? I'm about to show you. And I really like, I'm so serious about this song. It's one of my favorite songs of the year. It came out about nine months ago. It's so good. It's so freaking good. <laughs> but look, the thing that's so chuggy, and I hate to bring that word back, is that she's like old. She's like probably my age or something. And look at the clothes. It's just like it's tacky, but. That Reese, I'm off that Riesling. <laughs> that's the line. Okay. <laughs> that's the best line I'm of the year. I'm off that Reese, I'm off that Riesling. <laughs> Go to bed, Tori. I'm just like, nah. It is the best line of the year. Okay. I'm off that Reese, I'm off that Riesling. I feel like the best line of the year was from Carisha when she said, face card giving trap me with a baby. It's like, period, Carisha. I also really like no bars. Mwah. Mwah, no, no bars. bars. I like the culture around no bars. I like how everyone was so excited about it. But as a song, when I listen to no bars, I'm very bored. It's boring, but that part, no mm. bars. She's sickening. But I'm like. <laughs> she's so, so satisfied. And she's like, oh, I ate that. But I'm like, you really didn't. Like, <laughs> just like this, these raps are good. It's a cute song, but like. I think people get Ugh, no bars. I love it. I'd say I think like JT has had like is a better rapper than no bars. She she's so pretty and fashionable, and she's the it girl of the moment. Yeah, if we even still have it girls, but she she is like the Alexa Chung of today. I think. God forbid. <laughs> I feel like she no. And she just needs her Alex Turner. I, I'm sick of her dating little Uzi Vert. If they're even still dating, they are dating. Yeah, I don't I- like it. I mean, can we? What? What is it with like kind of alt slash alt leaning women and bisexual men? I'm not sure. What is up with that union? I don't really have a frame of reference (laughs) for that. I'm curious. You tell me. Like, give me other examples. (laughs) Angelina Jolie and Billy Bob? What? (laughs) Okay. 
my god Actually, um playboy cardi is like like the little uzi vert playboy cardi kind of guy is like obviously a butch queen yeah i feel like they're i don't know i really can't speak to that playboy cardi is like playboy cardi is not like a a bisexual or even a cishet man to me. Like, that is my sis. Like, I'm like, Playboy Cardi is definitely like a witch queen. And I love it. But I'm like, and he's like, you know, a vampire. I think he's out for 2024. No more demonic influence. But like, it doesn't give... His sexuality is the same thing that like Prince gave where I'm like, you're gay. Prince wasn't gay though. I mean... It, I think there maybe... There was gender stuff happening, but mm. I feel like he's he was just a straight man mm -hmm. well, and a womanizer at that. Well, it gave it gives the same like freaky vibe, a freaky vibe. Yeah, I'm just kind of like here. When I look back on this season, I'm really grateful for like. I don't know. We got to like click up with a lot of people digitally. We saw our like community grow a little bit. Yes, we're almost at 2,000 followers on TikTok. Which is And nice. hopefully we'll be there by the end of this episode. Probably. Because we're super close. Yeah. And I'm like, it's nice to have people respond in like a robust way. It feels good. I'm glad that like outside of that one video about North Korea, like we haven't gotten like disrespected. You know? I'm glad we haven't been deported to North Korea. <laughs> Jesus, they, the people After, imagine talking all that shit and then they ship us off. They're just like, since you love it so much, but the thing is, you can go, and I would like to go. I'm staying home. You can tour North Korea, and I would. I'd rather go to ATL. Damn, <laughs> I wouldn't. I would literally go take a trip to North Korea over Atlanta. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, I have no desire to go about there. Saudi Arabia. I don't know. Much. What if we did a what if we did a pilgrimage to Mecca mm. and talked about it on the podcast? I would be down for that. Me too. I'll just make a quick little hajj. We'd get stoned. No. <laughs> no. We'd get stoned. Where would we get stoned? In the public square. Where's the in what country? In Saudi Arabia. I don't really trust Saudi, so I wouldn't go there. It's a very spooky family. It's so spooky. The um those people. I feel like I don't know. You feel like do you feel like we I do think I used to think about that a lot when I was a kid. Mm. I think about like, oh my god, I'm so happy to be in the west. Like I just felt like you can't even think like you can't even you, you know, it's like very Orwellian. Like, so it's Orwellian here, but it's like, feels more Orwellian there because you can't say anything that people disagree with. You, nonconformity is completely discouraged. Yeah. And I was crazy. I feel like I would have been a heretic if I was like born in, so if I was born in a very Islamic place. Mm -hmm. I definitely feel like I would have been like the Joan of Arc or something. Was she oh. a heretic? No, she was a prophetess and they burned her because they were hating on her. Oh, who is the famous heretic? Jo I would have been that. Not fucking with her. <laughs> I was just like, she was very vulgar. Um, I want to see a revolution for women. 
Sorry, I'm taking this in a very... Let's just go for it. I'm like, what's it? I want to see women completely revolt in these countries. Okay. Even if they have to die for it. Okay. <laughs> Which name some countries? Somalia. St starting with Somalia, to be honest. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Why do they need to revolt? Because female genital mutilation is still taking place. I heard you. And that really bothers me. Me as well. I saw a video on TikTok of this girl confronting her dad and she recorded it. She was like, oh, I'm just like going to my gynecologist and they're talking about reconstructive surgery. Like, did this happen to me? And he was like, I mean, you knew what was going on and this is part of our culture. And I was just like, what's going on here? Mm -mm. Such a random thing. But I'm just like, if someone wanted to cut your dick off, you would be mad about it. If someone was like, let's cut the head off of your penis. You know, you don't need it to procreate, which is true. Then men would be like, oh, no, I need it. That's what we should actually start doing. That should be the revolution. C castration? Yeah, not even castration, just headstration. Just chop the head off. Oh, the tip. The tip. Mm-hmm. I'm not that, I'm, no. I'm like, mm. Mm. just the tip. Period. Is that going to be the title? Just, Just the, the tip. tip. Just the oh tip. my God. I feel like. 15%. What? <laughs> I'm thinking of like, now I went into like a more literal tip. Or oh like my the, God. <laughs> the tip like, scales. 15%, I you were 20%. About, I thought you were breaking 25%. down the dick into percentages. <laughs> no, but like, like as it yeah, corresponds with the dick percentage. That is like too. a 15% piece. Hopefully. Yeah. You never know these days. <laughs> You never know. I wanna um I wanna make my Raya account. Yeah. I just haven't put any pictures up. I feel so unattractive right now with this hair color. Like I what? like I like it, but I don't. I wanted a different color and, oh, yeah, I, that's and, true. I, and I came. You're kinda like rolling with I'm it. I'm rolling with it. This isn't what I wanted. I wanted like a more like brown. And she gave me like honey blonde, which is fine. Which is nice. But it's like it's just okay. So we'll see. I think that you should um, use a combination of pictures from the last few months and pictures from right now. But then when people see me, they're going to be like, oh. I took a really sickening photo of you recently. Mm -hmm. Okay. I don't know. We'll see. I'm just like, I've had such terrible experience on... Tinder, because before I was just on hookup apps, and I'm like, I don't like these, but they'll still suffice. And met some genuinely cool people off of like those apps. Now that I'm looking for something more serious or just to like get to know people in a non-sexual way, I'm just like I'm have I'm encountering or have encountered um, the worst of the worst, like literal disgusting monsters. And I'm just like, to the point where you're just out. And I don't, I don't know if it's like a gay dating thing specifically, but I'm like, just be cool. Is nobody serious? It's just like these old, I'm attracted to like older guys, obviously. So I'm Like 35 to 55? Sure. We'll go with that. And so I'm just like. Be, <laughs> that is the demographic. Literally. But like, it'll be like, why are you 40? And talking about like going to the club and like want to do like the young fly bitch shit that's never been cool to me 
since you're bringing up the club, mm. we were talking about like bottle service. Mm. I feel like we really are in a recession because of like some of the antics I'm viewing, like specifically at Apartment 200, because it's not like I've been to another club, to mm. be honest. But like the guy sharing the bottle, <laughs> taking the picture with the bottle yeah, to signal wealth to their 50 followers. Mm -hmm. Guys now also just like, just being weird about buying girls drinks. I see a lot of guys actually just kind of keep it to themselves. Keep what to themselves? Like not, I, I feel like it used to be that like you go somewhere and a guy's like, you walk through the door and a guy's like, can I buy you a drink? Mm. That's how it is. Like sometimes, but at apartment 200, why am I, why am I calling them out? Why do I keep saying their name? I mean, they're not going to I feel like people are, that kind of urban 25 year old, DMV vibe. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Those guys are like I hate they're not DMV. big spenders. No. No, they're not. They're like I feel like they're like waiting for their direct deposits. Jesus. <laughs> at the bar. I feel like also the culture of sexual assault. I feel like a lot of men don't want to come across as weird. Oh. Just like a different perspective. I'm just like you. So many guys don't want to be perceived as like lurking or like, oh, I tried to buy her a drink and now she's like weirded out. Like, why do you want to give me a drink? I don't know. That's how I look at things. I mean, guys still do it, but it's like a more sophisticated establishments. So I feel mm. like where the young bucks are, there's a lot of sharing and caring going on. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think apartment is like the best, like, and I'm not dissing it. Indicator for a. A regular club experience. There's just a lot of recession optics in general. Like, so many people getting into, like, cuisine content online and just, mm. like, cooking and then making it, like, writing, saying these, like, elaborate things about, like, just sort of romanticizing diaspora and, like, <laughs> do you know what I'm talking about? No. People are... What kind of food do you have... <laughs> What I'm trying to say is, during the 2008 recession, when <laughs> when our house was about to get foreclosed on, mm -hmm. and my mom had just lost her job, and my dad just lost his job too, what did my mom do? She was whipping baklava up in the kitchen, okay? She, she was selling... <laughs> she started selling baklava. And now you got all these people selling plates and doing TikToks about doing TikToks about diasporic cuisine and the Tell cuisine of my ancestors okay. and Tell whatever. Tell me more about that because that's what I'm curious no, about. No, it's connected to the spending habits of the club is what I I'm trying to say. I heard you, but I'm like, why are they doing the... Like, why can't they just cook? Why does it have to be like, is that their marketing? Like, oh, they're this marketing. Is like... They're using identity to market. Okay, bullshit. Okay, okay, okay. But the thing is, is my mom didn't need to use her identity. She just like whipped up the food and was like, I'm selling it at my, you know, we had a friend that had a restaurant. She just put it in the little window. She get her little commission. Is baklava a Somali dish? No, it's Middle Eastern, but my mother has that Yemeni background. So we, well, and Somalis, I wouldn't say that it's 
super popular among Somalis, but a lot of Middle Eastern things are popular among Somalis. Okay, heard you. In general, whether you have Yemeni um, lineage or whatever. How many times are you going to put on this lip gloss? <laughs> <laughs> the problem is it's almost finished. Again, recession optics. I'm There's just hardly watch anything it. in there. I'm I scraping was, it. I was not going to say anything, but it's the fact that you close <laughs> it completely and put it down. And then you pick it back up. And I was not going to say it because I was like, don't do it, Malik. Like, let her enjoy the lip gloss, but I can't. <laughs> so like, put it down. I hate you. I hate, I hate you. this. I'm like, put it down, please. It's making me so anxious. <laughs> Woo, okay. It is the end of the year, girl. Okay. We're good now. Thank you. It looks beautiful. Thank you. They look hydrated and luscious. Thank you. I want to know more about... Did you see that little fake hair flip? I have no hair I, to flip. You have hair. I do, but I lost so much because of losing weight. Like, I literally lost so that much volume and length. Mm -hmm. You can do... um, What grew my hair back? Myel. Yeah. The I'm supposed to do all rosemary. of that. I'll, I'll get into it. And then also just, like, hot and massages. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to think. I'm still trying to rationalize. Like, so these people are cooking, like, you know like a Haitian plate and then saying, oh, this is like indicative of yeah. Haiti. And then there's, and then they're selling the plates. The too. problem is, okay, it's two things happening at once. We are sort of in a recession. So everyone's a little broke. We're in a recession. Okay. And there's inflation, all of that. Mm. People are trying to make content. They're just seeing what sticks. Right. And then there's another thing where it's like, there are some people so bereft of taste and so unaware of what's on trend mm. that they think the identity stuff is still going to catapult their content. Mm. And nobody wants it. Nobody cares about the cuisine of your ancestors that badly. Yeah. Just make some food. I don't know, vibe. Make make whatever content you want, but like don't try to make it a like a Bigger whole than what it thing. Is, an anthropology lesson. And it's like people just don't care. They don't. They don't care. The only like ancestral food that I like to watch on Instagram specifically, these Inuit people will like, and they have this really cool knife. And it's this woman and she'll just like cut up the whale meat and like. See, but that's authentic. That's it's fab. like. And they're also not selling the whale meat. They're just selling And they're content. not also like trying to um, traffic in attention from like guilty white people mm. let me show you something in particular actually do you think there are any more guilty white people to like grift they're they're still out there somewhere oh my god let me find it i, I maybe hope, i, I hope deleted they follow it the pod. i <laughs> hope so please subscribe to please the patreon if you are patreon. feeling a little guilty please literally we need your money help to <laughs> for only five dollars a month you can sponsor um a My Adderall a addiction. A Somali young lady just trying to get it out the mud. I can't I, find it. Not, I'll find it another day. I mean, I had a talk with someone that used to work at Spotify, and she said that the layoffs that we're seeing are all like the diversity hires. Like, that's who's getting laid off. And she was just like, that 2020, like everybody getting on, people being hired with no skills. Ah, she was like, that's over and now the backlash didn't you say um meritocracy and apprenticeship i did that was what in the last in. pod i yeah. said that meritocracy and apprenticeship was going to be in and then just like that bullshit political 
politics of like what shit looks like is out. Our staff is all like 90% women and then it's like 90% white women. But then you look and it's like, oh, they think it's diverse because some are blonde, some are redheads, some are brunette. Like that type of shit has to has Which is to like, I, I found out this year that there's like practically like turf wars over hair color among white ladies. Mm-hmm. It's serious whether you're like a brunette or a blonde. If you were white, would you be a brunette or a blonde? I know my answer. What would you be? I'd be a mousy brunette, and I'd hate. I think I'd be a redhead. Myself. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I think I'd be a redhead. Something sickening, and I, my name would be like Siobhan. Ooh, yeah. I see that for you, actually. Yeah, I see that for sickening. you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Make sure to follow us at Subtle Urban Sex Appeal on Instagram and TikTok. And be sure to subscribe to our Patreon, which is also Subtle Urban Sex Appeal. I think Who's I'd be your a- favorite fictional white woman character? From television. Uh, I don't really like them. Um, I liked that girl, uh, Clarissa Explains It All. I fucked with her. Oh, Lucille? Mm, Yes. From the the couch thing. The The big comfy couch? The big comfy couch. Lucy? Lucy, I thought you were talking about Lucille Ball. I love Lucille Ball. Okay. But she she wasn't fictional to me. Uh, Yeah. I thought you meant I love Lucy. No, Lucille, the do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Really (laughs) fucked with her. Wait, wasn't she Molly or is this Mandela effect? No, I feel like her name was Lucille. Is she the big comfy couch girl? Yeah. Let's look this up. This okay. is, this might be Mandela effect. Okay. Maybe I got it wrong. No. She could be Maybe Molly. I got it wrong. I think who else did I like? Comfy. Oh, I liked Angelina Jolie in Salt. And I like Hermione Granger. Um I love my favorite character of all time is Paris Geller from Gilmore Girls. Could not get into that show. Oh, there is a Molly and there's a Lunette. Lunette was her name, yes. Yeah, okay. Molly was her little toy doll. Oh, wow. It's been so long. For good. good. (laughs) (laughs) It's a good thing we don't remember this stuff. Yeah, I think it's good. um, I'm kind of just here. I'm just like, what I'm really thinking about is like, because by now it'll be the second week of January, like when we're listening back to this, which is crazy mm-hmm. to even think about. And I'm like, last 
time this year, I just got hired at my job, which mm. is which is crazy. And I was waiting for the 18th to come so I could start. And this is after like eight months of unemployment. So I'm really just sitting here like, that's so crazy. Like last year, I spent so much time, literally last, like no, almost two years ago at this point, I spent so much time alone in my apartment, like just applying to at least a thousand jobs, doing interviews, like recovering, everything, anything that you could imagine, like the imagine the worst year of your life, like your pet dies, you get really sick, you lose your job and you're stuck in DTLA, like all of that. And then to just be just chilling a year later, it's kind of mind boggling to me. I'm like, what the fuck is going on actually? And like to be excited, like. And you you didn't need to do a GoFundMe. Never. I would have just jumped out my window. <laughs> Wait, you would you would attempt suicide before asking for help? I would commit suicide. <laughs> we were just talking about how you need to get comfortable asking for help. I would never ask these the 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 people watching me do not want to help me. And no. I and that's the that's the gag. I'm like the people watching me don't want to help me. <laughs> The, they want to see you squirm. They want me. And then I think what gags them, especially when I see who watches me religiously on social media, like who is actually looking at my stories and keeping up with me. I'm like, you don't like me. You don't. You don't. And that's why I get so aggressive on social and sit like I'm always saying like crazy shit and stories like the Lord God, you're a hypocrite and the Lord God sees you. Also, like, I don't fuck with y'all. I don't because it's just like y'all will see. I'll see people that watch my story. I'm like, cool. And then I'll go to our TikTok and see, like, look at who's like visited our page. The same people, and they won't follow. And it's like that—that type of shit is why I'm so private when I go through things because I'm just like, I know you want to see me like on my knees begging. (laughs) You know what I mean? I know you want to see me begging for five dollars. Like that's what you want. That's what you want to see. They want us um, putting up a mutual aid graphic. They, they would live for me to be like, hey, guys, I'm running short on rent this month. Please retweet. You know, I need money for prep. I need money for prep. I can't get to work. Anybody hiring? I know that's what you black bitches want to see. And it will never happen in Jesus' mighty name. It almost, last year, I spent all my savings, two years ago, excuse me, all my savings on rent. It was there for that. So mm. it's not a, mm, other people didn't have it. I'm very cognizant of the favor and blessings over my life because to have that reserve and then not be able to have family and things like that, nothing but God, I acknowledge that. So for me to be able to do that, Safi, the, like I remember this time, 2022, I was crying and so thankful that I had a new gig because the year had been so hard. It had been like a lesser bitch would have lost their mind because I did it all by myself. That's what was so crazy. Like no friends, no family. I wasn't, it's not like I had internet people. I've shut down my Instagram. You remember? Yeah. So to just be sitting here with a cool bitch, Ben Lee, the, our producer in a fab, a legend. In, in a fab We're environment, just I'm, to re- I'm really gagging. I'm just like, that's amazing. Tunes. Literally. And to start next year excited and have projects and shit that I'm working on, I'm just like, not just even on a personal like cool level, but on a professional level, it's like, no, this is what I deserve. Odd future Wolfgang, kill them all, babe. (laughs) (laughs) 
I I like my homos homophobic. I literally, and I'm the biggest homophobe. Like I hate y'all, <laughs> y'all. Like, have you ever felt? I, I I don't know. Even I've noticed. I'll I'll talk to people just like this. Like these people aren't rooting for me. They don't like me. You know what I mean? They'll people play are crazy. I have people, something to tell you. Literally, but even people they'd be like, "Oh, I love da 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 da." Like what I told you, and I'm like, "You're a fake," because we've had interactions. And you've clicked up with you've like tried to. Let's talk about the fact my that face. like your ops like now try to talk to me. Exactly. I I don't think the same has happened on well. That. Hmm? Oh, well, okay. Don't do this. Well, well, she's not really, but you know, yeah. It's like you know what I'm saying. It's like it's an interesting thing that's taken place where it's like. And it really does have a lot to do with, I think at least, it has nothing to do with genuine interest in the thing. It's it's about like, it's Cons- like a control, control, social control, and hey, notice me. Mm-hmm. But it's like, why do you want me to notice you from this angle? You know what I mean? Like, why don't you come around this way? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, like, yeah, like the person that's always like interacting with my tweets now. It's like, yeah, but it's what almost, are you doing here? It's like when you get a boyfriend and then bitches just start flirting with your boyfriend because they want to be you. That's what that is. And speaking of being you, there is someone who literally decided to be a writer in the last two years. That and took I, your name. That right? took my name. Like literally, like literally started publishing under the, my name. Not. Fences. Your your actual name. Yes. Yes. (laughs) This girl literally just decided to publish under that, and it's like I don't, I don't own that name, but when I tell you, no, but it's it's about you. So old. It's like one of those like ancient indigenous names that nobody has. My dad had the forethought to be like, I'm not giving my daughter this like two Arabic names. Like, Mm -hmm. let me give her a Somali name too, and. It's like your parents didn't do that thinking. They didn't think ahead. Now you want to have my name. It's like literally there's no Hollands yeah. in the diaspora. Nobody has that the second part of my name. No, it's weird. It's it's this weird like It's weird. And then they act like you're crazy. Th- yeah. And when you and then or people will act like, "Well, why would anyone copy you? Why would anybody?" And I'm like, "But you It's like bitches, I know you did. But like you there's do. so many names but out there." But you do. But you do. I remember when we would be on Clubhouse, I I made a EP I'll share it with you. It's called Fiance. And the album was supposed to be called Wife. All these bitches. <laughs> please. <laughs> Don't play with it me. was so kind. It was a kind idea. Why it's I started very kind. Why did I start rapping? I'd be in the rooms. Oh, I made a song. I made a song. I'm like, you're not, you don't even like this. Cause then I stop and you stop it too. I stopped talking about it. Now you stop. I don't like that. And I I'm don't. And I know when you were telling me people started rapping for you because I was just like, <laughs> what is this? And you you have no bars. Like it's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> I did a little screen printing shop. A few of my friends were like, oh, I want to start a store. And I'm like, but you don't. You just want to like, I don't like that. You know, it's that mimetic rivalry and desire. That, that's the thing. It's not because you genuinely like the thing. You're trying to compete with me and I and you think that I'm doing things to like look better than you or like to stunt on you and, and it's like if i want to it's okay and there i feel like there's a lot of people out there who are aping their interests they don't even have a genuine interest in whether you it's production your or only writing interest or- is dick and marijuana <laughs> that's your interest <laughs> and uber eats like uber eats <laughs> five meals penis a day. and marijuana are your interests 
like that, sis. That doesn't really get me up. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Again, why I kind of sequestered myself over the year. But again, when I'm thinking about it, I'm like, no. Granted, I didn't tolerate any disrespect this year. Praise God. But I'm just like, next year, I think I'm going to go. Well, this year, I'm going to go on the aggressive. It's really giving like, bop, bop. What are you, you doing? Should. What are you doing? You should. It's cool. Just a lot of thinking, a lot of reflection. I want to send people invitations to fight me. Okay. And I have literally kept the peace since I was 12 years old. I told you how Can I stopped. Can you fight? Um, I, I did. I won the one and only fight I was ever in. I won that fight. How old were you? 12. <laughs> okay, girl. Okay. <laughs> but I, de I decided I was never going to be physically violent after that day. And I have not laid a finger on anyone since then. I think it's really ghetto and gross <laughs> to fight in your 30s. <laughs> like, I'm just like, that's... <laughs> I would, I would exactly, and I'm proud of myself that I have never like fought since then. But I want to send people. In. You know how like those YouTubers do those like boxing matches? Yeah, I want to do that the with micro influencers. The Sousa, the Sousa boxing match when we finally get our like our following. I want to do that. I want to like at, like I want to. Sorry, fight. I will literally bet against you. I'm pro on everything I love. <laughs> Justice, I'm like, this is so gross. That is such odd behavior. I would literally, if you were like, yep, and I organized the, the thing and, you know, Steak is sponsoring it. And, you know, we're, they're giving us $500 to give to our subscribers to place bets. I'd be like, girl, I'm betting against you. And I'm going to tell everyone to bet against you as well. Why are you fighting? Why are you fighting? And then you want to do it professionally in a boxing ring? <laughs> I do. I want to fight people. I don't want to fight people. I actually don't have the energy to fight. I don't even like, like verbal it's not, stuff. It's not coming. But like, it would be cool to fight. I think training is cool. I think knowing a martial art is very sickening. Yeah. I completely endorse that. It's good for your mental health too, I think, to like physically like remember your form and everything. When I was younger, I did Taekwondo. It gave me a, a lot of, sorry about that, y'all. When I was younger, I did Taekwondo. It gave me a lot of confidence memorizing my form. When I was younger, I won first place in my like in the Cleveland oh like competition, God. and it, that really like boosted my confidence as opposed to like a soccer, a swimming. Yeah, that didn't really do much for me. But like Taekwondo, and I, this Korean man, his name was Master Kim. He taught us how to um do everything. He was so amazing. Shout out to him. He's probably not alive anymore, but like really amazing man. So I'm down for that, and I would even like do that with you in I did, February. I did boxing briefly in eighth grade. I would do boxing too. And our coach, I believe, was a grifter. Mm. He told us he used to be Muhammad Ali's coach. And I would like sit up at night Googling pictures, like trying to find him in the background of images. Yeah. And he was never there. I was like, Mr. Carter, you weren't there. Well, I'll let him have that one. And he was in the Nation of Islam. Maybe he was. You never know. Who? Maybe he was Muhammad Ali's coach at one point in time. You know, people be like, I was his coach or I was their manager and it was like for two weeks. That's yeah, the, yeah, that's I see that. Just that something that maybe. I hold on to. That was at the Afrocentric charter school I went to. Mm -hmm. And um, his son was the janitor. And his son would like go up and give speeches <laughs> on Fridays. I'm and he went by 
Mr. X. This is why I'm against the charter school system because just in, they let any and everything happen in those schools. When I tell you, it is a miracle that I am as intelligent as I am today, then, having spent three years of my life in an Afrocentric charter school. school. That was like a cult too. They are. I feel like they all it are was very a cult. cultists. Like they had songs. Like why was I like? Red, black, yellow, and green. These are the colors of our liberation. Why did they have me saying that? I'm not and mad And I got at that. sent to the office, and I was literally like, you know, I never challenged authority before, and mm. I got sent to the office for saying that, they were trying to say I was African-American, and I was just like, I just feel like that's patently false, mm-hmm. and that people outside of these four walls would agree. Yeah that I'm not African-American, I'm African. Mm. And they were like, no, you're not. You are now African-American. They were trying to make me African-American. It was Twitter. (laughs) You were at the Twitter charter school. God forbid. (laughs) It was crazy. I don't like, black people should not be school administrators. And well, I, the problem was my father was an administrator there, and that's why I had to go to Black people should school. not be school administrators. <laughs> I feel like teachers is fine. That's fine. A principal even, I'll give you that. But when it comes to like- The principal is part of the administration. Then I take it back. <laughs> Teaching is fine. Y'all don't know how to act. Like that Dr. Umar school, I'm like, I'm with you when you're right, but you cannot administrate Babe. the school. What? No? I had a huge crush on Dr. Umar at the start of the pandemic. Cut the show. <laughs> I, at the start of the pandemic. Yes. When that no context Dr. Umar account popped up, I was like, he's kind of fine. He's not an ugly man. He's not. But you're a victim. <laughs> I feel like he literally preys on like. Weak black, women. Yeah. That like want more, and I don't think he's not a predator yeah. at all. But I think his appeal is like he's like seductive to like intellectual like black women that are like pro black, which is fine. I'm not even pro black anymore, by the grace of God. Because what does that even mean? <laughs> I I feel so bad because I feel like I'm not rooting for everyone black. Why would you? I feel like that was a very foolish statement. And Issa Rae is not rooting for everybody black. I don't think she is. She's not rooting for Amanda Seals. No. Uh, Okay, I think mm. <laughs> she left her behind, as she should. But is Amanda Seals black? She is. I need to see that twenty three and me. I need to see it. Yeah. Can I just say something? Of course. She, she's the type of person who would literally fight us online. <laughs> she doesn't want this action. Because that saying. might be who I fight in the boxing. <laughs> 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 Yo, I would bet on I would bet on you. Thank you. I would. I'd Thank be like, you. nah, she ate that. Safi's got like big balls. She's gonna beat the shit out of Amanda <laughs> Seals. <laughs> Who would I fight in the boxing ring? Ooh, I have a couple for you. Okay. <clears throat> Telfar Clemens. <laughs> <laughs> what makes you say that? I just feel- Telfar would beat my ass, by the way. I feel like I would get a beat down from Telfar. <laughs> Isn't he Haitian? I don't want those problems. I thought he was West African. Liberian. He's Liberian. Okay. Is Liberia a real country? It's the the African-Americans colonized. It's the country the African-Americans colonized. I don't believe in that. Sorry. Um, I think you could and you would 
fight Shamar Moore. No. You wouldn't fight him? What did he do? (laughs) Who are some, like... Because, you know, he had that... The braided wig. That didn't bother me. He was, <laughs> he was getting his bread. What has he done? Tyler I, Perry. You'd fight Tyler Perry. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> no, I would not. Tyler Perry is buff like and six feet tall and does drag well, for burnt. fun. Safi, I'm, clearly I'm not fighting anybody. <laughs> okay. These are all like... No, I got one. Okay. This is the one. Mm. Shane Dawson. You would beat Shane Dawson's ass. What is the con? I feel like, like, what are we doing here? Because I'm just like, what's going on? These are not people that I'm like, I have any issue with or like any relationship with. Like Amanda Seals makes sense for what just happened. I'm actually using you as a proxy. I want to fight those people. That's the real, real Somali of you, babe. (laughs) You're you're doing a good, you're a big one. We can get into our... um, our bonus segment, which is... What happens when the talk isn't cheap and it is what it is? To hear the rest of this episode, subscribe to our Patreon, Subtle Urban Sex Appeal. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 